Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. Uh, I'm excited to have you all here today because we have a very interesting man on our show. Uh, his name is Mr. Fantastic, believe it or not. Uh, and he certainly is. I've known him for a very long time. Uh, he's an international, extraordinary, inspirational, and captivating young artist. <laughs> and they've nicknamed him the Dance Hall Rambo, apparently. So, Fantastic, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to be here with us. Thank you very much. Awesome. Um, I just was reading over your bio. It's pretty cool. It says that uh, you've been to Africa, Europe, the Caribbean, and the U.S., and you're trying to share your love of what you do with the world. So that's pretty dope. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, um, Mr. Fantastic, as, as it uh, uh, said on my bio, um, I'm a musician. I'm from Ghana, based in Vancouver. And uh, uh, my music is... Jamaican, Afri- African influence, and also I blend kind of circus acrobatics because I grew up as a circus performer uh, before I became a singer. Very cool. How long have you lived in uh, Canada? I've been in Canada for almost uh, 10 years now. Oh, wow. And what, what, what made you move from Ghana over here? Well, you know how the music industry is like, you just, once you start growing, you just want to grow and grow and grow. So I'm more like traveling kind of guy. I like to travel. My, my, my horoscope is Aquarius. I like to go and go and go and go. So um, Canada was my next uh, place to discover. And I fell in love to Vancouver. So I came. Cool. So as a musician, what do you find the music scene to be like in Vancouver? Um, to be really honest with you, uh, it's really, really uh, up, uptight, if I should say. Uh, it's very uptight. You have to know some people. You, you. It's not very easy. It's not just you are a musician in Vancouver and you're making it without just not having another 9-to-5 or that other um, uh, source of income. So to tell you really the fact, it's not easy until you meet the right people, which I'm yet to discover. So what keeps you motivated then when you're surrounded by, because I know I love a lot of friends that are musicians and things like that, and Vancouver just really isn't uh, the best scene for music. It's great for acting, but not as much for music. So what keeps you motivated? Well, you know, um, I grew up pretty much uh, alone, and when I was growing up, there was, my surrounding was all just music and entertainment, and even though I left my surrounding my surroundings back home in, in Ghana, uh, it feels like it, I'm always surrounded by my surroundings <laughs> wherever I go. And that motivates me a lot because um, I have other abilities. But when we talk about career, uh, that's my career. Music is my career. I've known any other career apart from music. And... I think that alone motivates me because I'm very passionate about it. I love um, having time and wasting time. If you should, people, most of the people uh, in North America would say, wasting time to discover myself and my passion. 
um, and that motivates me a lot too. And also, just just by listening to inspirational songs from other uh, fellow musicians who are coming out from nowhere and still not giving up and doing it, also inspires me. And people like you inspire me because you 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 have time to bring Mr. Fantastic on your radio and and you know push Mr. Fantastic. So that That's is awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, um, I really love that you said I'm, I have time to discover myself because I think a lot of people don't take that time to do that. They just kind of do what they've been told to do in the process of their life. So I love that you said that. Um, so what was it like growing up in Ghana? Let's go back to when you were like a kid. What was it like growing up there and what was your family like and, and when did music first get introduced to you? Well, like I said, I grew up pretty much alone. Uh, my parents uh, were, weren't uh, around when I was like very young. So uh, I was kind of lucky. I got in contact with uh, Center for National Cultural Learning and Talent Development, which was based in, in Cape Coast, my town where I lived. And they give chances to the individuals that they feel like or they see a bit of talent in you to explore your talent and to also to learn more. So um, I did learn a lot from, from there and I carried it on from where, everywhere I, I, I went. I just I learned from people by seeing most of the time because just because I have time to explore myself, I like to watch and after watching, I go and do my own um, investigations and spend time on, like, say, if I want to do a double uh, backflips, I would, and I see somebody doing it, I would look at the person, even if I have to go talk to the person, if they can teach me, yeah, if they cannot teach me, I would go on YouTube or find a resource, a way of getting to know how to do it. And it has helped me very, very, very well back home. That's awesome. So what, what's music like in Ghana, where you come from? Is it very different than North American music? Very, very different. I mean, I, I wouldn't say very different, but of course it's also very different because um, uh, where I'm from, music is, it's, it's, it's a part of our daily culture. Uh, we play music from morning a.m. to the night another a.m. We don't have, when it's 11 p.m., you should stop playing music loud and we don't have restrictions over when and where you should play music and what time we should play music. And music has been used back home uh, as a form of sending message to other community before that we, we, we didn't have no electricity or we didn't have no mobile phones and other resources. Music had been a way of a form of sending um, communication, if I should put it this way, it's, it's been a way of communicating back home. So music means a lot back home in, in Ghana. Music is everywhere and it's very loud, <laughs> really loud. <laughs> very cool. Um, so what, can you tell me what, what was schooling like for you there, like elementary, high school, etc.? I'm just curious to know the differences between North American schooling. I was uh, I was adopted by a Danish woman who put me in a school, um, my elementary schools and my high schools, and I actually finished my college and diploma in in Canada. 
but schooling in Ghana is very amazing. You get to explore and experience all kinds of good and bad and ugly because, because um, you just, it's, it's fun. It's fun to, 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 to go to school in Ghana. You, you, it's very different though. Like our high schools and college back home, it's, it's, it's excitement. It's, 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 it's really different, especially its own way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really special. Totally. So did you have a, a couple of teachers or anything that influenced you on your journey? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I don't know if, if any of anybody knows or listening to me from Ghana, they will know one of the teachers. Uh, his name is um, Ebusia, Mr. Ebus. He is a science and math teacher. And oh my God, <laughs> science and math was not my thing. You know what I mean? I like to entertain people. So <laughs> get me English, yeah, I'll get 100. You know, get me um, whatever, psychology, culture studies or whatever. I'll get whatever it is. But science and math, ah, was not so much of my friends. So he, he, he gave me a, a lot of hard time. I think he gave me also a good time because when I, was in, when I came to Vancouver, um, one, one, of most, one of the most courses that I got diplomas from was uh, maths because I did uh, hospitality management and office administration. Uh, and maths was like one of the basic topics. So I think he helped me a lot, but trust me, I don't like maths. I don't like science at all. So... Ebus helped me a lot, and I had a teacher before, a Danish teacher, and she was from Denmark, uh, living in Ghana, learning how to dance and do um, uh, African music and stuff. It was an exchange program between the company and uh, Denmark, so I had one lady uh, that actually adopted me and started teaching me book by book, page by page before I went to school. So I was, yeah, I had pretty, pretty uh, good education because almost all around me that I went to school with at this point in time now, like if I go on Facebook, I, I see they are all on, um, on point and they make me feel really proud for having them when I was young or being around them. That's awesome. Did you have any other mentors when you were younger that uh, that have always influenced you? Yeah, my mentor was, it's weird, but my mentor was Krishna. I don't know if you know who is Krishna. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> when I was young, um, uh, I was, I was, not kind of, I was really alone. So I ended up very young in um, uh, Hare Krishna temple where I could, I could go and have a free food. And so within that time, I can also get to learn about uh, Vedic literature, um, Vedas. And they comes in a whole bunch of different forms. Uh, they comes in a whole bunch of different um, uh, uh, stories, which leads all back to Bhakti Yoga and Hindu uh, uh, scriptures. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I learned a lot about Krishna and just the way um, he manifested himself and the way he kept himself and lived himself even though he was alone and sometimes by himself and you know he just inspired me with so many um, of his footsteps. So the Vedic literature inspired me a lot because it, it I learned a lot about life and myself from just 
reading a lot about others' footsteps and the past and the past times of um, uh, Lord Krishna or Lord Chaitanya or other, other different entities that lived just like us. So do you consider yourself a very spiritual person? Um, I think I'm born spiritual, not very spiritual person or if I should consider myself spiritual. We are all born spiritual. We are, we are all born very, um, we, are, we were born in spirit before we, we manifest to the flesh. So I consider myself very spirit and highly spiritual person deep, though, deep, deep, deep down inside me. And I'm still looking for it. I'm still finding myself. So, yeah, I still consider that, but I haven't found it yet. So I can't say I consider myself 100% spiritual. I am spiritual, but I'm I'm looking to discover that potency that is within me so I can actually unite with that potency and become who really I am. Awesome. Yeah, I, th- I guess that's part of discovering ourselves, right? It'll take maybe forever. Who knows? But it's interesting that you said Krishna was your mentor. I, I like that. It's uh, not something I've heard before. So, <laughs> Well, uh, I didn't play much. I didn't get time to go outside and play much when I was young. Like when from when I was like 9, 10, 11, I just I did bhakti yoga pretty much in the ashram. And it's like I wake up early in the morning, 4 a.m., take a cold shower and go and you know, do your temple thing and go and do your mantra and blah, 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 until I actually, I actually run away from it. I like, I run away from that town to Cape Coast where I used to stay with my grandmom and my granddad and whatnot before they died. Um, so, yeah, I got a lot of inspiration from just being around Hare Krishna people. They mm. a lot. They, they shed a lot of light and darkness also with me. That's awesome. Uh, We do have to go to our first commercial break, but we'll be right back with Mr. Fantastic. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're here with Mr. Fantastic, an old friend of mine and uh, someone who's been around Vancouver music scene for a very long time. Definitely one of the best dancers I've ever known. Uh, he's a bit wild. He's a bit out there. He's done some unique things in his life, traveled all over the world. He came from Ghana and he's had a pretty interesting life. So, Jeff, thanks for being on the show with us. Uh, I love your nickname. Where did you get the nickname Mr. Fantastic, first off? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Mr. Fantastic came from when I was young, I would go, uh, every year we, 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 we have a, like a whole nation festival and what happens is I would go in the middle and perform with my friends doing acrobat Mm -hmm. and the commentator would go about, oh my God, he's here again. That fantastic guy is here and whatever I do, he will say fantastic. Like if I do any backflip, he will say fantastic. If I spin a ball, whatever I'm doing, um, whatever I do, he just say, oh, fantastic, fantastic. So it became like this, the kids on the street also took it up and just call me fantastic. Whenever they see me, they say fantastic. Like back home in Ghana, all the kids on the street from my town, they are fantastic, fantastic. And it just became my name because uh, I'm an artist and I had to pick up, take up a name that would also suit my um, character, Uh which it turns a lot of, (laughs) it turns a lot of people off because when they don't know me first and I, they asked me like, I remember when I was on Canada's Got Talent, um, Misha asked me what was my name and I said I was Mr. Fantastic and she was like, oh, oh, you know, and the comment I had was not really nice. But after they saw my show, they all of them were saying fantastic, fantastic. So I decided to keep that, that name because I think most of us judge the book by the color and I just want to be plain. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Fantastic. It's not out of ego. It's not out of pride. It's just out of a lot of hard work. That's awesome. So what we have a lot of our students that have considered going on shows like that. What was the process like? Was that scary and nerve wracking or were you just so excited to go? <laughs> I didn't even know how I got on that show. Trust me. I, um, so I went to the club um, to perform. And the following day, the DJ that I had a show with uh, told me that they were having, um, there's a Canada's Got Talent coming up and I should go give it a shot because he thinks 
I can really sing. Mm. Uh, so I said, yeah. I met him up in the morning and we all walked to the to the lineup and it was about 3,000 or 4,000 lineup. It was just long line. Whoa. So I asked him, Melty, how are we going to go get in here? He's like, uh, we have to stand on the line and wait. So I, I was going to sing. That was the whole idea. And it, I just started doing backflips. <laughs> started doing backflips and stretching and just flipping around. So I saw their media, their camera just rushed to me. Yeah. Like, oh, can you do that again? I'm like, yeah. And I did, you know what I mean? I showed off more and they were like, okay, skip the line. Oh, the what? They said, skip the line. Okay. What do you mean skip the line? Like, go in front of the line. Go in front of 3,000 people. They said, yeah, go in front of the line. Okay. So <laughs> I go, I go, I skip. I believe me, most of them have been there two days, three days, just trying to get. So I skipped the line and I was in front and I was in front for 15 minutes and they picked just me Wow! to the next room to go and meet the judges to do, to, to show them what I'm going to do. Why? I think all of them were singing, like most of them were singing and they saw one acrobat. So it's like, yeah. okay, I have my demo in my pocket. So I am here to sing, but I'm just going to do acrobat, whatever. So I started doing a bit of acrobat and they voted me. Yes, yes, yes. And that was the first round. And then the second round, I had to go meet like the bigger judges, like uh, Martin Shaw and all those. And I was like, whoa, like, I would go on YouTube and I would Google these guys and I'm like, whoa, this is like a dream come true. This is like, it's crazy, you know, I'm going to be in front of all these guys. Okay. It was a nerve breaking, but like, like I said, I've been doing acrobat almost all my life. I've been doing the circus work for a long time and circus have taken me a lot, like different places and uh, it's, it's in front of different images and I, it's, just by being in front of them mot- motivates me to come out more, you know what I'm saying? It yeah, wasn't everything, but it was nice. They, they motivate me to, to, to do a good show. Mm. So how did you get into circus acrobatics in the beginning? Because that's not something everybody jumps into in life. That's kind of cool. Well, there was something, there was something, my grand, I lived with, I lived with my grandma in a village uh, it's not a village, but they call it Alice Adel Village in Ghana, Cape Coast. Um, I lived with her and my grandpa, who was one of the military leaders, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Mesawood, in Ghana. And they died very young. I ended up in um, Hare Krishna Temple, and I discovered a lot of yoga practices, which one of them was Hector Yoga, which you stretch a lot and you bend yourself, and it's all through breathing, you can do a lot of bending and stretching and a whole bunch of stuff. So that inspires me a lot. And then when I went to, I ran away, when I ran away from the temple back to, to, to Cape Coast, um, I would go on the beach and just jump around. You know, I, when I see somebody jumping, I, I just, I like to jump. I'll go on the yeah. beach and do it. And it, it came to light. It came, it came to light that people were starting to pay attention to me and I was performing for the tourists most of the time. And a guy, one day a guy, he is actually like my big inspiration. A guy, 
a guy came from the city and I think he had just come from London or somewhere. But his name is Wonderboy. I will never forget him. He's like my friend now. He's in Ghana. Um, uh, and I hope he's, 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 he's very well now. I really hope. Um, so this guy came and whatever he does, he just reminded me of myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, whatever he did, I was like, okay, this is what I really want to do, but I haven't found my like inspiration yet until I found him. I was, we were really young. And whatever he does just remind me of me. Mm-hmm. I took I took him up and we became friends and we hung out 24 hours. We thought ourselves. Um, I was I had a teacher before from Yugoslavia in Ghana teaching capoeira. Oh, so, cool! So uh, I kind of joined. He 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 loved what we were doing, doing backflips and stuff on the beach, and he took us up at a very tender age and. Me and Wonder Boy became like brothers, pretty much. Travel, perform, travel, perform, and you know he had he had he had to finally leave with his woman to UK, and you know things separated. But this is one of the people I look up to, Wonder Boy. I look up to him a lot, and I also look up to um, when, uh, uh, my inspiration. Uh, What's his name? He's such a waterman. If you go on YouTube and you you click waterman, he's my inspiration. <laughs> he's my inspiration too. Big big inspiration, and of course, God is my big inspiration too. Because without him, you know, things cannot really um, go as it is. Uh, even though we don't see him, we cannot touch him, but we can feel him, and that has been something I always. You know, give a lot of remarks about it. Like, that's like a big, big inspiration. God has been my inspiration from from beginning up to now. He's still my inspiration ever. Mm. Um. So you you seem to be a very confident person in every situation. I mean, I know you said you were nervous when you were going on Canada's Got Talent and things like that, but you always got this like big, loud personality. Do you did you ever struggle with being confident, or have you just always kind of had it? Um, you know, every we I'm just a human being, and we have our ups and downs. And I'm born into um, like music, dance, and acting, and all this kind of. The like where I grew up, and the team that I grew up with, the the Center for National Cultural Learning and Talent Development. It's about music, it's about dance, it's about acting, it's about um, theater work. It was like a whole community in one. And and that being surrounded by very strong, powerful uh, dancers and actors and performers and and singers and instrument players and drummers, and, and that inspires me a lot and like boosts my morale into becoming an artist that that um, that is uh, always ready to to perform for the people because when it comes to performing, to me, I look it as a work. I look it as a time to also uh, to time for me to also uh, work 
when when the workers are having a holiday mm -hmm. that is time for me to work so that gives me the courage because i don't just take it as 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 just entertainment or performing but i, I take it as also business because this is how i survive and i treat it as business and that gives me more inspiration that's awesome um we have about two minutes before we go to the next commercial break is there anything that you do on a daily basis like a habit that you form to keep yourself confident and inspired and pushing ahead even when it's not easy because as we know the industry in vancouver is all over the place in terms of music so is there anything that you have that's a ritual or a habit for you that keeps you on the right path I think God, God pretty much keeps me on the right path. I, there's nothing else apart from, I have faith in what I'm doing. I'm passionate with what I'm doing. And that also keeps me, keeps me on, on going. I believe in what I'm doing. And I believe in, uh, in, 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 in the word artist to, uh, to, to be an artist. I believe that I'm an artist. I believe that this is what I'm meant to do. I believe that this, this is, like I've tried any other else, I tried any other um, career and then I end up with stress or depression or anxiety or this kind of small, small stuff that keeps hitting me on different, I mean, I'm good at it, but I don't want to put my foot in somewhere that um, I clearly know that no matter how hard I will try, I can never be a good carpenter. Mm. No matter how hard I try, I can never be a good uh, presenter like you. Or no matter how hard I try, I can never be a. I cannot become a minister. I cannot become a, a, a policeman. I cannot become a doctor, but <laughs> I can be a come entertainer. I can become an artist. So I put it as when the time comes for entertainment is the time for me to work, and that alone keeps me going. That that's an inspiration. God is my inspiration. I've got good friends that also keeps me going um, and pretty much, yeah, God, good friends and just good vibes keeps me going. Having awesome. faith, strength and courage in what I'm doing keeps me going. Because if I don't have faith, strength and courage in it, I would, I would wake up and try to direct my career because it's very, very, believe me, very, very, very hard to be a musician in Ghana, uh, in, in Canada. I'm saying yeah. to everybody again, it's very, very hard to be a musician in Canada without having the right channels and the links or without right organization or without right um, uh, community to be in. You would not have any chance. And even me right now being here, it's still a lot of um, many rivers to cross. Yeah, no, I completely, completely understand. We'll talk more about the music industry and how hard it is to stay in it and keep going in it when we come back from this commercial break. We'll be right back, everyone. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. 
We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. I'm here with the fabulous Mr. Fantastic. And uh, we've just been talking a little bit about his life so far and the music industry. He's a musician and an actor. And uh, he's also an acrobat, and he does some really cool projects in his life. So um, can you tell us a little bit about your foundation that you've started, Mr. Fantastic? Uh, yeah, um, thank you, uh, Randy. Um, so this has been like a very big thing for me. It's been a very big dream for me since I was young because I kind of grew up through that that path. Um, that dream was to be able to go back to Ghana uh, or wherever I am. If I'm able, the first was to do it in Ghana, uh, was to be able to build Center for National Culture, um, learning and talent development for street kids. And also, not only just for street, street kids, but also for the physically uh, challenged people. It, it This was like, it went on in my dreams for a long time. And then when I started putting it into reality, um, was when I came to Ghana 2008. I met couple of few other non-governmental organizations and um, they helped me find a way of orchestrating uh, different other companies to help me raise funds to start the project. Um, I met a guy on South Spring Island who had a circus company and he was my first link that was gonna put together uh, we pretty much put together a tour across um, uh, BC, and what we did was we did a tour to raise an awareness for drug abuse and to raise to raise awareness for for was drug abuse first of first of was drug abuse and then awareness for diseases like bad diseases and also to allow the kids to put their t- 
time and energy wise to use that time and energy wise and what we did was daytime on the tour and it was all free right it was all free just to try to raise money to to go back and set up the foundation to build a school what we did was we did a tour city to city town to town island to island and daytime we would do a free a free class of circus acrobatics a free class of African drumming, a free class of capoeira. And it was a session, right? We did it every half an hour, we changed the session. And we did it by donation, we didn't charge. And then evening time, also I have my band and then we also perform. And of course I do my little acrobatics at the end. We also made sure that uh, we started very early and it started from six o'clock to eight o'clock so the kids can also come to enjoy the evening life entertainment. Um, that was that was successful. It was not 100% successful because we wasn't able to raise a lot of money, but we were able to raise a lot of awareness and a lot of um, um, opportunities that I'm still carrying on. And my whole idea and my whole goals is to be able to put some kind of group or organization or some youth that are in need. Like when I was little, when I was young, I was in need. And I knew I had all the talent and I had, I had all the gifts, but I didn't have any resources, no mom or no dad to push me out there. I didn't put myself into going to do drugs. I didn't put myself into going to doing um uh, I'm robbery or putting myself into gang or any other um, group or sort of organization. But I, I kept to myself and I, I kept into looking up to uh, my passion and closer people that are, that have the same passion that I want to build and that kept, it kept me moving, moving up. Um, this foundation, I want to be able to bring light to um, to the individuals that are ready because I can't go on the street and say, hey, I have a home that I've built for the street uh, people, so come. I think I cannot accommodate everyone. But I'm trying to accommodate people that are ready to walk into the center and say, hey, listen, I'm ready to be, I want to be part of the family and I want to be a good person or I want to be a better person. And I want to be able to utilize my abilities and talent through the facilities that we have in the place. And we're trying to build a restaurant, a hostel or a hotel. We're trying to build a studio. We're trying to build um, uh, um, a theater in the same location so that they would have the chances after they have gone into practice, whatever they finish practicing, they can put it into tests or put it maybe every night we could have acrobatic performance, we could have um, theater performance, and that that is there. And if we have people that are interested in serving and cooking, they can put their, te uh, their work that they've learned there into test by working at the restaurant. So you see, we generate money and income at the same place. Yeah. So this, this is one of my ideas, try to keep um, uh, uh, the street kids uh, out of the street and also try to put something there that would help them develop themselves until they say, okay, we want to go.
nobody is holding you. When you are, when the time comes and you feel like you are more experienced to go and become the good doctor or the good nurses that we've given you the facility and the resources for, then yes. So this is what my pretty much my 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 foundation is about: to be able to give back and to be able to give back in a way that uh, it's 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 gonna be stuck with them forever. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the world is like right now for young people, like teenagers following their dreams? Do you think this is a good time to be a teenager or a bad time to be a teenager? Man, I wish I was a teenager. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> um, to me, you see, age is not really very important at this, at this age um, because I know most of the teenagers out there are... Uh, are not really teenagers. They are just in the flesh, patronizing as teenagers. Um, spiritually speaking, we need to respect each and every single individual. And once we have respect and accept each and every single individual, we cannot, I'm saying that, but I'm, uh, it's also in the form of not you being um, able to have your freedom to say yes, no, accept, and refuse. Even though we, we should accept things and people and all all whatnot, we should be able to have our freedom to say these things and have these things. Um, just because uh, I've seen a lot of teenagers at this age that are achieving so much, and I've seen a lot of teenagers at this age that are actually not achieving anything. You know, not really doing anything and so um, I wouldn't I wish I was a teenager because then I could go back and re, 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 redo all my mistakes and you know things that I think I'm trying to put it out there for the youth not to go through again because yeah. that would be like time travel that would be cool but I think these teen, teens of these days are very lucky um, they are very um in the right place at the right time, they have the right resources. They have the right um, uh, tools yeah. um, to achieve and to do anything they want to do. Like I, when I was young, I, 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 we didn't have no internet when I was back home in Ghana. There was no internet, no YouTube's, and no Facebook lives and all them kind of. I didn't have it. I didn't have my own computer. I never had my own telephone. Until I grew up, like 20, 21 years old, I never had my own, my own, uh, my own room. Just for simple, simple um, stuffs like that, we need to cherish and be happy for. We 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 don't realize how much more these things are very important. Like I never had these things, so yeah, I wish I was a teen because I would know how to get these things and how to come by them. Because now <laughs> I'm educated more, right? So yes. That would be fun to be a teen, but no, I think life life is, is bringing us or has brought us to where we are now, and we, we need to be appreciative and be happy with where we are and what we have. Absolutely, I completely agree. I love that. I love that you said that too. Um, so we have about three minutes before we go to break. I just wanted to know um, how do you get bookings for shows as an artist in a city that doesn't really have a huge music scene? Like, what do you do to promote yourself in that way? If I tell you my secret now, I think uh, another artist is going to try to do it. Yeah, we have three minutes, you said, right? Um, 
Most, too now. <laughs> I talk too much. <laughs> you know, what I do is I just go on uh, go online and I find because I'm I'm alone. I'm not with no corporate or not anything. I'm just Mr. Fantastic and High Depth Crew. So I have a high depth crew and department and members that help me do my bookings. And most of the time I do it also by myself. I find it, I send it to my department, my department, my, my department uh, will book it. It's like a lottery. They will, they will book it. They will book 10,000 and hope that um, 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 anything would happen. And it's, it's just, it started grow, growing from one show to two shows, from two shows to three shows. You know, from presenting 2,000 um, EPKs, on, it's just, it grows and grows and grows, and now it's just growing. So it's it's not easy to book a show. It's not easy for anyone to just book you. You have to have followers. You have to be um, consistent on what you're doing before they book you. You have to be updated all the time before. So it took me a while before they even looked at me before booking me. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess it's that way with a lot of professions where it's just kind of you on your own and you're doing your thing and you're trying to promote yourself. I mean, going out, you're, you're a pretty loud personality um, and people notice you when you're out. So that definitely must help you uh, with, with doing bookings and things because people probably just want to know who you are when they see you and they hear you talk and laugh and, and watch you dance. I know that was me. I was like, wow, look at this guy on the dance floor. I got to go talk to him. <laughs> I know, but you see, um, we are a bit laid back as I'm growing up in Vancouver. I think Vancouver is a bit laid back with who are you, where are you from, and mm -hmm. this is my culture and my little community. So I'm still pleading to the community and, and the people in the munici municipality to be a bit of um, encouraging to the artists that are coming in from other communities or other cities or other countries and to try to work together because unity is always one. If we cannot work together, we cannot achieve anything together. I agreed. Yeah, completely agreed. Um, so we're going to go to our last commercial break and then fantastic. When we come back, I'd love to um, have you tell everyone your social media and stuff like that so we can, yeah, so we can have people follow you or contact you if they need to. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with Mr. Fantastic. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hey you. Yeah you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We only have a couple minutes left with the incredible Mr. Fantastic. So, Fantastic, can you tell everyone how they can follow you or contact you just in case you ever want to collab with him or sign on to his record label or any of that kind of stuff? So, could you tell everyone how they can get in touch with you or follow you on social media? Yes, definitely. Uh, Thank you, Brandy. Um, You can find Mr. Fantastic um, on www.com. MrFantasticMusic.com You are spelling fantastic with K instead of C. We have another Mr. Fantastic who goes by with a C spelling. Uh, I'm a black guy and (laughs) I spell my with K. So that's the difference when you go online. And if you Google Mr. Fantastic online, you would find just look at the black guy. The black guy is Mr. Fantastic. You wouldn't look at (laughs) Um, if you go on Bandcamp, you'll find me, same spelling, Mr. Fantastic. If you go on Spotify, um, pretty much all the online music uh, uh, platform, you would find me. If you go on Instagram, too, you, you, if you write M Fantastic, M and then Fantastic, or Mr. Fantastic, or you, you just write Mr. Fantastic Music or High Depth Music, you will still will find me. On Facebook, right, Mr. Fantastic, just Mr. Fantastic. If you Google it, any other platform that you want to find, Mr. Fantastic, it's certain to show up from, from um, iTunes to Spotify to you name it. I have all of that there. Cool. So I'll make sure to put all that information in our bio as well so people can find it. I'll, I'll link it to the right one, the one with the K, the black guy, as you say. <laughs> hilarious. All right. So we probably have just a couple minutes left. So if you could make the whole world, and I ask everyone this question at the very end of the show, if you could make the whole world sit down, shut up, and listen to you for one minute, and you could give a piece of advice from your heart to the world, what would that be? We should start to be the light, sort of looking up at the light. We should be the light. Wow, I really like that. We be are, the light instead of looking for the light. I think, yeah, do you, do, when you say that, do you mean like we're all looking for someone to pick us up and the good stuff and we should just create the good stuff? Is that? Exactly. Awesome. Oh, I love that you said that. That's so cool. So what is your ultimate goals in this world? If you, um, yeah, like wh- where do you want to see yourself in 10, 20, 30 years? On the road touring and playing music and sharing my talent and motivational words with different generation, class and culture, being on the road and being able to share my talent. 
That's awesome. Okay. And then are you going to keep you? And so your foundation, do you, from what I understood, you, it's almost like you want to have like a huge community center that embodies everything from theater to cooking to school to all these different types of schooling where people can foster their talent. Is that correct? Exactly. This is what I'm doing. And I'm still asking and looking for help out there because it's not so easy. And like the founding and everything, we have 21 acres from just doing, 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 um, the tour fundraising a uh, couple of years ago. So we have the land and everything back home in Ghana. It's just a matter of getting the right people with the right mind and attention to go through. And there are a lot of talent back home to, to be put up. And I'm sure there are a lot of talent out here too. So I'm working both here and out there to see whatever would happen. But in, in the near future, I, I, I would love to see this dream go up. Amazing. And and you talked a bit before about, about your mentor being Krishna. Can you tell anyone who's interested in learning more where they could possibly go out and, and, and expand their own knowledge on that? Um, Vedic literature, um, you don't have to go to Hare Krishna temple to go find who is Krishna. You can just Google Krishna, um, mm-hmm. K-R-I-S-H-N-A, Krishna, uh, Lord Krishna, or the story of Lord Krishna. And there's a lot there, but you know, um, there is always it's always good to have a mentor, and he's my mentor. And how I got that mentor was through a guru. So you you could learn to know a lot about Krishna, but it's best for someone to help you know who really is Krishna and explain to you before you go pick up a book and read, because if not, you will disturb yourself. Yeah, no, that's really important. Like, I, I really appreciate that because um, I just, people are always looking for something. So I, I'm, I don't know, I just like to provide as many resources as possible because there's so many answers that I do not have. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what are the next kind of steps for you until, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, what are your next steps in this life? Just very quickly. What, where, what are you doing this right next now- year? Right, right, right now we are kind of in terms of talking to a couple of record labels. Uh, we're also doing a lot of bookings. Um, I have my acting mojo up. So, you know, my agent is always, you know, looking for something here and there for me. So, you know, yeah, I mean, nonstop. It's just not to stop. My, It's just not to stop. It's just keep on going, going until I uh, the bones are rotted. Because we are here to work, we are here to find ourselves. We are here to become who we are, to know who we are, and to get back to where we have to go. So until I found those steps and those places, I'm still going to, you know, be the light and guide and guide and guide myself today. Awesome. Well, fantastic. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, I really want to say thank you. And for any student out there that ever needs to talk or find out more, uh, our 1-800 number is 1-855-866-TEEN or 8336. Um, And yeah, we'll be here at the same time, same place next week, uh, 5 to 6 p.m. live every Monday. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great week. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.